0: Hi, and welcome to this week's podcast, which is called Thinking Frames. Last week, we looked at some general principles and tips for thinking on your feet. This week, we're following on from that and looking at 10 thinking frames, models which you can learn then use to think quickly and effectively on your feet. And here's a little bit of the theory behind this. If you are put on the spot usually with a question that you haven't considered or anticipated, then having a model or frame in mind immediately gives you a structure with which you can construct your answer. As soon as you think about the model or frame, it will automatically help you structure and organise your thoughts. It is in effect a thinking platform, and the model itself organises that thinking and response. If this sounds a bit unconvincing or woolly, then wait and see. Among the ten thinking frames that I'm going to give you now, there will be one or more that you will use from here on to organise your thoughts quickly. And different frames are useful in different circumstances. And once you get the sense of the frame really helping you construct your thinking, you will be much more confident in facing the unknown. So here they are, my top ten thinking frames. They're in no particular order because there isn't one. Ideally, you'll learn them all so that they are there at your fingertips whenever you need them. So, here we go. Frame number one is PPF. And PPF stands for past, present or future. So, this organizes your thinking in a chronological way. So, you consider what's happened in the past, where we are now in the present, and where we might be or want to be in the future. So... There's a useful frame for thinking chronologically about your response. Frame number two is SCOPE, S-C-O-P-E, SCOPE. And they stand for Symptom, Cause, Option, Preference and Execute. Symptom, what's the evidence that something is wrong? Cause, why is that happening? What's the reason or cause? Options What can we do about it? Preference Having looked at the options, which of those options do we prefer? Execute Let's put that preference into action Symptoms Causes Options Preference Execute Scope Frame number three Banda I use this one quite a lot in in personal one-to-one coaching B stands for benchmark. Where are we now? What's the current situation? A stands for aim. Where do we want to be? N stands for need. What do we need to get there? D, difficulty. What's stopping you? What are the blocks or barriers that are preventing you get to where you want to be? And A, action. What action do you need to take on that set of difficulties? So address the difficulties. Banda, benchmark, aim, need, difficulty, action. Frame number four, RKSA, RKSA. And this is very useful for tackling poor performance generally. R stands for resources. Has there been a resource problem in terms of achieving performance? Has the person not had the resources they need? K, knowledge. Have they not known what to do in enough detail, or why they've been asked to do it? So K stands for knowledge. S stands for skills. Has the person not had the relevant skills, or at the right level, in order to deliver the performance required. So S for skills. And A for attitude. Has the person had the right frame of mind? Have they had the right motivation or commitment to getting the job done? So R-K-S-A. Resources, knowledge, skills and attitude. Frame number five covers the same ground really, so you probably will use either R-K-S-A or this one, A U triple C AUCCC again a diagnostic model for trying to understand where the performance gaps have occurred A A stands for awareness is the person aware that there is a problem U for understanding does the, un- does the individual understand the significance of the problem and or their contribution to it So U stands for understanding either the significance of the problem or their contribution to that problem. The first C is for capability. Does the person have the skills or competence required? The second C stands for capacity. Has the person got enough time, enough resources to get that job done? And the final C is for commitment. Is the person up for it? Are they motivated? Do they have a positive attitude to the job? So A-U-C-C-C. Aware, understand, capable, capacity, commitment. Frame number six. And this is De Bono's six hats. De Bono's a well-known author of lateral thinking uh, models, and this is probably his most famous and, in my view, really useful model. He suggests you put on any one or more of six hats, that's his term, six hats, that we wear a different hat for looking at a particular problem. And each hat has a colour, white, red, yellow, black, green, and blue. And each colour represents a different way of thinking about the problem White suggests you take an objective look at things. What are the facts? What are the circumstances that we know about that can't really be challenged? So putting on a white hat means you're going to be as objective as you can. Wearing a red hat means having a look at people's emotions, people's feelings. Do they feel hot or cold? What's their emotional connection to the problem? That's what red implies. Yellow, what's positive in the problem? What's constructive? What's helpful? What are the pros? What are the advantages of what's going on? Black, and this isn't these days politically correct, but black is the downside. What's problematic? What's not working? What's unhelpful about the situation? Green, green implies freshness. Can we take a fresh look at this problem or a fresh set of opportunities? So let's put the green hat on means let's have a look at fresh ways of tackling the problem. And finally, blue. Blue is a reflective colour. So standing back from having worn all the other hats, what do we make of it? What's our overall conclusion or position on this particular problem? So that's De Bono's six hats. White for objectivity, red for emotion, yellow for positives, black for negatives, green for fresh and blue for overview and reflection. Frame number seven. KILN. K-I-L-N. This is a really good model for stock taking, for taking stock of where you are, either as an individual, or as a team, or as a business. And the letters stand for KEEP, IMPROVE, LESS OF, and NEW. So, what is it about the business, let's say, that you want to keep what's good about the current situation let's make sure that in any evaluation or review we don't throw the baby out with the bathwater we keep what works what's good that's K what do we keep I. what do we want to increase or improve about the business what do we want to see more of L the opposite what do we want to see less of What do we want to see reduced or perhaps even removed altogether because it's not adding any value? And N. What do we currently not do that we think we should? Perhaps we've seen examples of it elsewhere and think, why don't we do that? Or, that would be good for us to do too. So N. What would be new that we could introduce to this business or team? So K-I-L-N. What do we need to keep? What do we need to improve? What do we want to see less of? And what would we introduce that would be new? Frame number eight RACI. R A C I. And the letters stand for Responsible, Accountable, Consulted and Informed. Responsible, Accountable, Consulted and Informed. And this is a good <clears throat> project, a complex project management model in getting things done through a particular project identify those people who are responsible for getting it done they are operationally responsible so they are very much associated with day-to-day activities those responsible accountable people are those who are answerable for other people's responsibilities to a bigger or larger or more senior body so whereas in a team individual A may be responsible for getting the job done, their manager might be accountable to the board or to the head of department for that person and other people in the team getting things done. So who is responsible for doing it, who is accountable upwards for it all being done. Consulted, who do we need to consult in moving this project forward? Whose ideas do we value? Who do we need to get on board and get their buy-in? We need to consult key people, often experts and stakeholders. And then finally, informed. Who do we just need to keep in the loop? Who do we need to communicate with in a one-way direction? Who do we just need to keep informed? So it can help you allocating key roles according to these four headings. Who's responsible? Who's accountable? Who do we need to consult and who do we need to keep informed, Gracie. Frame number nine, probably one of the most familiar ones, SWOT, S-W-O-T, another useful evaluative tool for any particular current situation. So in looking at the current situation or even a proposed change, what would be its strengths? What would be its weaknesses? What are the opportunities it provides? and what are the threats it faces. Strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats. SWOT. And last of all, one of my favourites, TEBI. T-E-B-I. This is frame number 10, TEBI. And this is a stress diagnostic model, so it's quite useful to apply on yourself if you're feeling stressed, or as somebody with some kind of responsibility for people who are getting stressed, Maybe even talk this model through with them. T stands for trigger. What is it that's triggering the stress? E stands for emotion. As a result of the trigger, how is that person feeling and thinking? And what kind of state are they in as a result of the trigger, emotionally? That's E for emotion. B is for behaviour. How much is their behaviour now dependent on and driven by their emotional state? So B stands for behaviour, and I stands for impact. Impact or consequence, what happens as a result of that behaviour? So, to go quickly through Tebby as a sequence, there's a trigger, there's an emotional response, there's a behaviour response, and it creates an impact and the useful thing about this particular frame is that you can address each of those four you can attempt to modify or manage them better can you moderate or manage or reframe the trigger can you avoid triggers can you manage your emotional response even if you're feeling in a particularly unhelpful way can you behave differently can you still behave positively if you're not feeling that good and can you manage the impact if you feel and behave angrily can you do it in a place that's not public and not damaging to other people so tip is a useful stress management model or frame trigger emotion behavior and impact so there they are my top ten thinking frames let's do a quick recap frame number one p p f frame number two scope frame number three Banda. Frame number four, R-K-S-A. Frame number five, A-U-C-C-C. Frame number six, De Bono's six hats of white, red, yellow, black, green and blue. Frame number seven, Kiln, Heap, Improve, Less of and New. Frame number eight, Racy, Responsible, Accountable, Consulted and Informed. Frame number nine, SWAT, And frame number ten, TEBI. Trigger, Emotion, Behaviour and Impact. So, that's it. Remember too that I have a monthly open workshop in Salford which goes over similar be- business or personal development themes. If you're interested in attending, then go to my website www.event.com etduk.co.uk and look on the menu bar for one day workshops and all the details and how to book will be there. So thanks again for listening and bye for now.